Thank you for turning on the Bar Review Podcast. My name is Jake, and this is going to be a show where I get drunk and I tell you about the law. Today I'm drinking a glass of Basil Hayden's Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, and because I thought for the first episode we'd start with something douchey that one else pretend they like to drink, which is bourbon. It has a bourbon-y color, it has a bourbon-y smell, and it tastes a whole lot like bourbon. Now today's topic is on the Federal Rules of Evidence number 401, because there's a lot of these fucking things, and it's about relevancy. And obviously this falls under the rules of evidence uh, portion of the law, which means it kind of falls under everything if you're in trial. We're going to start with rule 402. And I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You're like, oh, you just said relevancy. The test for relevance is FRE uh, number 401. Everyone knows that. Well, calm down, little fucker, because we're starting with 402. Because that tells you that relevant evidence is admissible unless any of the following provides otherwise. The fucking Constitution, a federal statute, these rules, meaning the FREs, uh, and other rules as prescribed by the Supreme Court. And irrelevant evidence is not admissible. And that's what's important here. So you're asking yourself, what the fuck is relevant then? Well, that's where you look back. One number earlier. Because 401 gives you the fucking test for relevancy. 401 says that evidence is relevant if it has any tendency to make a fact more or less probable than it would have been without the evidence. And that it's a fact of consequence in determining the action. Well, that sounds like a bunch of legal horseshit to me. Because what it really means is that it's relevant as long as it has any tendency to make a fact of consequence more or less probable. That's one fucking sentence. It didn't need all this shit in 401. One fucking sentence. That's all it needed. And when you're arguing this shit in front of the Supreme Court, I don't want you guys saying, oh, this is highly relevant because that makes you sound fucking dumb. Because it's either relevant or it's not. And let's be honest, the any tendency part of this fucking rule is real low. So if you can't win a relevancy argument, you ain't doing your job. So the two big parts of this rule is that it just needs to have any tendency to make a fact of consequence more or less likely. In any tendency, it just needs to move that needle one way or the other. It goes both ways for both sides of the V. The second big part of this rule is that the fact that you're arguing needs to be of consequence. And so it applies to the matter at hand, meaning the court case that you're arguing from, dummy. It needs to be contextualized to the facts of the fucking case. So now that we got the main rule out of the hand, we're going to look at the exceptions. But they're not really exceptions, but I'm going to call them exceptions because this is my fucking podcast. So we're looking at FRE 104, number B. Not number B, but fuck it. It's relevance that depends on a fact. And so that rule says that when the relevance of evidence depends on whether or not a fact exists, proof must be introduced sufficient to support a finding that that fact does exist. The court may admit the proposed evidence on the condition that the proof may be introduced later, but that shit has to come in. So the test for conditional relevance is whether or not the judge can determine that a reasonable jury could find the fact by a preponderance of the evidence based on all of the evidence that's been in record so far. And the other big rule that could come out of this is Rule 403 of the Federal Rules of Evidence. And this says that even if it's relevant, it could still be excluded. And it gives you a whole host of reasons in the book, and we're going to do a whole other episode on that fucking thing, because it's a fucking quagmire, the fire swamp of fucking rules. So let's put this shit to the test. You got your first example. A bear is in the back of a pickup truck, and it's shot. 
and charges are brought against a dude for firing a gun into an occupied vehicle. And on the stand, you're asking the suspect under direct examination, yo, how often do you shoot guns? The opposing counsel fucking shoots up and he's like, objection, your honor, relevance. Well, you can respond, fucking fight me, bro. It's totally relevant. But don't really say that because you got to be fucking cool, man. You got to be calm, cool, and collected. You got to say, your honor, the standard for relevancy is that it don't need only have any tendency to make a fact a consequence more or less probable. This case is about a bear shooting, and this question seeks to show how often the defendant fires his gun, and it's an effort to establish his skill and ability to commit the crimes alleged here today. Then you give the opposing counsel some fucking side eye, and you mouth, fuck you bitch. But you see why that's relevant, right? Because asking him how often he shoots his gun it makes the fact a consequence that this dude maybe shot a bear in a car, uh, it makes it more or less probable. The last example we got today is you have the defendant Frodo Baggins on trial for trespass to chattel and conversion of the plaintiff Sauron's One Ring of Doom. On the stand, the opposing counsel asks Frodo, do you have any family members living in the Shire? You stand up and you say, objection, your honor, motherfucking relevance. But you don't say that. Remember that stuff is relevant when it makes a fact of consequence more or less likely. Frodo having family in the fucking Shire? Well, that still has no effect on the consequence of the matter at hand, because Frodo, he threw a fucking ring in a goddamn mountain and destroyed it. It doesn't matter that he has family in the fucking Shire. Sauron still needs his damages. So you get why that's not relevant? Because him having family in the Shire, it doesn't make it more or less likely one way or the other that he committed the crimes or of anything at the matter at hand. So you're asking me, Jake, how am I supposed to study this rule? Dude, just fucking memorize it. It's like two sentences. How hard could it possibly be? Just say this one sentence over and over while you're aligning your chakras in the morning that it is relevant if it has any tendency to make a fact of consequence more or less probable. Bam! You fucking nailed that shit. Thanks for joining me today on the Bar Review Podcast. I've been drinking Basil Hayden's Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. I am Jake, and that shit was the law.